if we look at the same scripture, Romans 6, 1, but we now we'll go to verse 12. This morning we want to, we want you, whether you are a Christian, a non-believer, or in between, this message is for everyone this morning. Sometimes when you think, oh, it's a baptism service, I've heard it all before, I've been a Christian for a while, so I don't need to listen to this, this is just him saying what I already know. That's fine. But will you lend me your ears this morning? Yeah? Okay. So, in the next scripture it says, in verse 12, that means you must not give sin a vote in the way you conduct your lives. Don't give it the time of day. Don't even run little errands that are connected with the old way of life. So with these young people now, I've been baptized. Wonderful. Fantastic. But what now? How do we proceed now? Is that it says, we must not give sin a vote we must not give sin away in the way we conduct our lives. Don't even give it little errands. The one thing that, that I feel that is a cancer to our Christian life is we give sin the little vote in our life. We allow, we allow us to do little errands for sin. And the way I look at it, is imagine a box of Pringles. What's the, what's, the, what, what's the phrase they always use? Once you've, you can't. See, in our Christian life, we're free, we're wonderful, we're, 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 God's done this amazing thing. I'm now in heaven, I'm now saved for all eternity, I've got a place in heaven, I've got all this, it's all locked in. And I'm clean. It's like well, I remember when I used to clean my bedroom. wasn't very often, but when I did, I felt great because yeah, the whole room is clean. There's no dust. There's no moldy toast in the corner. You know, all my dirty washings out. I can see the floor and the color of the floor. My shelves are all in a line. My wardrobe's got clothes in it that are hung up and ironed. Everything looks great. So you don't feel bad when you leave one plate on the floor or one pair of socks in the corner. Because it's clean overall. And then the week after, another pair. And then you don't quite make your bed the same way. And before you know it, the room is back to the state it was before. And the Bible says, in the next part, it says, Throw yourselves wholeheartedly and full time. Remember, you've been raised from the dead into God's way of doing things. I'm still reading from the message, by the way, just in case you're wondering. Thinking, that doesn't say that. Sin can't tell you how to live. This morning, some of you need to be reminded, sin cannot tell you how to live. But you can allow sin to tell you how to live. After all, you are not living under the old tyranny anymore. You're living in the freedom of God. 
to live in the freedom of God. Jesus brings freedom to the way that life confines us. To the way that our old, our old way. But we, we get that as, as Christians now. We get that our old life was sinful. But some of the things, when you're in church your whole life, some of us didn't get saved with our lives absolutely in a, in, in a mess. Some of these kids gave their lives when they were five years old. So we don't always notice when actually you may now legally be, be free from sin from all eternity. From the things that bring death. And when I say sin, just to kind of broaden it a little bit. Sin is anything that will cause us to be separated from God. So don't think if, I, if, if I'm inferring you're sinful, that I'm inferring you're sexually immoral or you're doing the things that you automatically think of. But anything that would bring death to your life and destruct, the, the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy. So anything that would come into your life that would cause death in your life and separation from God is sin. We understand that? Is that okay? Alright, so we're all on the same pace. So now it means all of us have a reason to listen. Is that okay? Alright. So we are living in the freedom of God. But it continues. So since we're out from under the old tyranny, does that mean we can live any old way we want? Since we're free in the freedom of God, can we do anything that comes to mind? No, we can't. You know well enough from your own experience that there are some acts of so-called freedom that destroys your freedom. And as Christians, we walk a life that we, we, we say we have the freedom in God, but that we use our freedom to bring ourselves back into bondage. That we might be free, but it's possible to use your freedom to go back to the place that you were just freed from. It's similar to the Israelites when they were freed from the desert. They're freed from the Israel, from, from, from the Egyptians, but we like the chicken. I like the chicken and I like the fact that I had a house and I like the fact that I was on benefits and I like the fact that it was, yeah? I want to go back. Because there are elements of our life that are like Pringles. They're really tasty and there's only one little bit and one of them doesn't hurt you. And everyone's coated with just enough flavor to make you want another one. But some of us, this morning, some of our young people, when you make this decision, I speak directly to the young people, when you make the decision, if you allow now the little things to step back in, the little foxes on your shoulder, the little words in your mouth, the little decisions that don't seem significant, we are giving ourselves immediately... Into the hands of the enemy. We immediately allow our lives and the work of Christ to be undone. Because what we're doing is we are giving freely our freedom away. So since... okay, And it says here, offer yourselves to sin and it's your last free and this morning, what the Lord put on my heart was that some of us this morning are in a place where we have allowed circumstances to be sovereign over our lives. When you're in the kingdom of God, 
the eternal kingdom, how long is Jesus going to be on the throne? Forever. Right. So, in a kingdom, the ruler can make decisions. And the ruler has a way. And we have rights as citizens, do we not? So as long as that ruler is on the throne, then those benefits are protected. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Right. So the Bible clearly shows that while we are in the kingdom of God, while we are in the freedom of Christ, the things that are given to us as sons and daughters are forever ours. But if you decide to live under the old regime, if I go back to Curzon Road... I live in the old way of life. I have the rights of a citizen of the kingdom of God. But I live under the rule of another. And what the Lord said this morning, that yes, there are those this morning, if you don't know Christ, and you are living under the, under the tyranny of another life, of a life of decisions, of, of circumstances, it says here, in, as, it, as it goes, it says, I'm using this language because it's easy to picture. Easy to picture an old one kingdom and another kingdom. You can readily recall, can't you, how at one time, the more you did just what you felt like doing, not caring about others, not caring about God, the worse your life became and the less freedom you had. At how much different is it now when we step into God's freedom? But as long as you did what you felt like doing, Ignoring God. Didn't have to think about right thinking. Didn't have to think about right living. But is that freedom? We are free as Christians not to live in the freedom of Christ. We are free to live any way we want. But it's not freedom. What did you get out of it? How many of us can bear the scars of living outside the freedom of God? Where, did it get, where does it get us? A dead end. This morning, if you are not a Christian and you do not know Jesus Christ, the dead end that you may have found areas of your life can change today. That this morning you can receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You can now stop living in another kingdom. A kingdom that brings the pressures of this world on you. The pressures of the world are there. Who knows? Fear is something we can all feel. Hurt is something we can all feel. Anger is something we can all feel. Depression is something we can all feel. But it doesn't have to be your sovereign ruler. Outside of the kingdom of God, you have no opportunity to change that. But in the kingdom of God, we are free to be victorious over it. So this morning, the opportunity is open. In the moment, we are going to open this floor up. And we are going to give you the opportunity to say, if you want to step into a kingdom that is everlasting, a kingdom that this morning says his love never fails. It never gives up. It never runs out on me. It goes on and on and on and on and on. This morning, if that is you, make the choice this morning to come and know Christ. Make the choice to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior so that therefore you can step into the freedom of the kingdom of God. But I would say, because it says, but now that you have found, you don't have to listen to sin to tell you what to do. 
you can discover the delight of listening to God telling you what to do. God wants a wholehearted, put-together life. And he has more on the way. But I want to make this to all those of you who call yourself a Christian. How many of you have allowed circumstances and life to rob you of the freedom that, you, that Christ died for? How many of you right now do not live in peace? How many right now are living with anger, unforgiveness, depression, sin? Because we have forgotten what it is to be a citizen of Jesus Christ, of the eternal kingdom. We've forgotten what it is. We may have it, but we're not living it. Because we've allowed our freedom to be compromised. We have freely given our freedom back to the old regime. But this morning God says, I want to give it back to you. I want to give back to you the right and the freedom that you already have. That sounds, that sounds silly, doesn't it? We already have it. But you don't have it. Because it's not in you. It's not in your heart because you're not living it. Because why? We have given sin a vote in our life. So this morning, I've talked so much, she's got nothing to say now. This morning, we want to give an opportunity. If you don't know Jesus Christ, we want to give her the opportunity this morning to come. But we believe that God says, if Christ can conquer death, because Christ has conquered death, then what is sickness to Christ? What is sickness to Christ? So this morning, if you have a sickness, be it physical, emotional, or spiritual, then we are going to ask for you now to come down to the front and reclaim the freedom that is rightfully yours as a son and daughter in the kingdom of God. We believe in this house that God can do anything. We believe in this, in this house that God is the God of miracles. We believe in this house that God is the God of freedom. That Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And all are set free in the truth of him. But it applies to Christians as well as non-Christians. Some of us actually need it equally as much because the life, we have allowed death to become at our door and remain and rule over our homes. Some of our families I feel like they're in a place of sin and death because we have forgotten what it is to, be, to live a Victorian Christian life. But this morning we can change that. This morning we can change that. So I would say, can we all stand to our feet for the moment? Claire? Where's Claire? Could you just do a little bit of twinkling on the ivories? We feel strongly this morning that this service was never just about young people getting baptized. But that as Christians, we need to be reminded of the freedoms that we have in Christ. That baptism, what it means and what it does. If, if you are baptized, then those same truths about the, what these young people have just stepped into is still truth for your life today. But after how many years and how many circumstances and how many, oh, you don't know the trials I've had, Paul. Oh, you don't know the things I've been through. No, you're right, I don't. But Christ does. And it doesn't matter what you've been through, he's still victorious over all of them. He's still able 
to bring you into a place of freedom. Because that is what being a Christian is, is to live in the freedom that Christ died for. So this morning I'm going to say, if you need healing, we're going to ask the elders to come forward and we're going to pray for you. And we're going to believe that that which the Word says can be done in your life today. If you are struggling with depression, forgiveness, anger, resentment, struggles, you know what you don't know, you've forgotten about your identity this morning. It's your opportunity to come forward now and say, God, I'm going to choose to believe again. I'm going to choose to believe again. That I don't have to continue to suffer and live under the, under the regime which you freed me from. But this morning, I take back my freedom. I take back my freedom in Jesus Christ. In the powerful name of Jesus. So right now, just we're going to give you a minute. Come forward. Don't be afraid. It's just going to be us guys. Son of God, that you died on the cross, that you rose again, and that if I put my trust in you, you will never leave me nor forsake me, and that in you, I have eternal life. If you've never made that commitment, it doesn't matter whether you've been in church, then come forward. This morning, if you made that choice as a five-year-old, a six-year-old, an eight-year-old, and you feel it was it was put on you, it wasn't really you that said it, it was just you said it, and you can't don't remember actually making that choice come forward again make a make a sober decision as a fully grown adult that says this morning I'm making that choice to follow follow Jesus and I believe this morning God is going to give each of us an encounter God is going to give each of us this morning the Holy Spirit like the tap before is going to pour himself out on all flesh on every heart and we can step into a new phase of life. Can we believe that this morning? For those of you who are with me this morning, if you could just, if you could just stand and pray with us. And young people, those of you guys who have been baptised, can, can you come to the side here? I think it's right that the church we pray for you. So I'm going to say to you guys, do not let sin have a vote in your life you are now free from all the things of the past step into the freedom and remain in there so can we pray together as a house this morning so first of all come on let's begin to stretch your hands towards it guys come on, come on, come on. 
stretch your hands over them. Stretch your hands out to our young people this morning. And say, Father God, right now, Father, may the, we thank you for the freedom that we have in your name. Right now, Father God, we pray over each one. May they never give sin a foothold in their life again. May they never from this day forget the fruit, the freedom and the truth that they have in the name of Jesus Christ right now. May they go from strength to strength, from glory to glory. May they know your way. May they know your word. May they know your presence. May they know the power of Jesus Christ in their lives. May they submit their lives to you completely from this day forward. Come on, church, begin to pray over him. Declare his word over him. Declare the scripture over him. Declare his, 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 his future over him. Come on, church, let's raise our hands, if we will. People stood here, you're okay, just stand here. God is about to minister. God is about to move, Phil. Just come on, start moving. Just move amongst the people, start praying for them. Okay, guys, you can go back now. Sit down. Good on you guys. We believe that Jesus Christ heals. I said, we believe Jesus Christ heals. The sicknesses stood here, and today they're going to change. Jesus Christ has the power over sin, over life, and death. And we're taking authority over sickness. So, those who are here for healing, just stay there. Someone will come to you. Sit there, they'll be okay. Sit down. Stand up. Someone will come to you. Don't worry. Just stand there. But I want to give an altar call. Anybody who does not know Jesus Christ today, don't leave this room. If you were to die tonight, where will you spend the rest of your life? Would you spend your life in heaven or hell? If you say heaven, why would you spend your life in heaven? What have you done? What have you done to get yourself in heaven? But the Bible says you can't get into heaven unless you go through Jesus Christ. Jesus says he's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. No one goes to the Father unless he first goes through the Son. So you have to, first of all, acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the only way to the Father. Secondly, You have to come to the end of your ways and say, I want Jesus Christ to be my new leader, my my King, my Lord and Saviour. If you're in that place in your life, I want to encourage you. Do not leave your life uncertain. Know today who you are going to serve and where you will go when you die. Christianity is much more than where you die. Christianity is about living. But you must... Resolve that one issue in your life. If I die tonight, where will I go? And why will I go there? Don't let this opportunity pass you by. Jesus is here today. You can accept him today. Give your life to him today. It's the way, the truth, and the life. Is there anybody who will give the life to Jesus today? Is there anybody? Who's bold enough to say, I want Christ? Come on. I know some of you are wrestling in there. That shouldn't be me. I shouldn't be going there. I'm a bit nervous. Just come out and we'll pray for you to receive Jesus Christ. It's so easy to receive Jesus Christ. He's done all that's never going to ever going to be need to be done for you to receive him. All you need to do is just say, yes, I want to know Jesus. Father, right now, I'm not even going to ask you to pray that prayer where you are. I'm going to, if you want Christ, you must come down and let us pray for you. Step out, make an active declaration of faith. Come and stand here and say, Pastor, I want to know Jesus Christ. 
I want to know that God you're talking about. And Jesus Christ will come here today and he, and you will become a new creation. Hey, come on, it's a beautiful moment to come to know Jesus. It's a beautiful moment. So Father, we pray for those who are stood expecting a healing. Father, today you are about to move in power. You have been moving in power since the first day you created the earth. And you will continue. Oh, right now, right now. We release the power of God over these lives today. Father,
been a full morning. Can I just ask, I feel the Lord's led me to it. If you have tinnitus in your ears, I'd like you to come forward, please. something, condition with your ears, I want you to come forward. I really just feel that God, I'm going purely off obedience here, people. Alright, anyone else? church, put put your hands forward, let's see God do a miracle God's going to arrest tinnitus, in Jesus name Lord, you're arresting tinnitus right now, the ringing in the ear is going, I rebuke tinnitus in Jesus name I rebuke it, right now I take authority over sickness in the ears, right now clear the passage, clear it in Jesus name clear it Father let there be an unblockage, an unblockage right now in Tom's ears, Father, right now. I speak to you, Tom, and I say, unblock those ears. Father, let there be a freedom, a freedom in the ear passage, Father, right now. Healing come to you, Tom. Healing come to you right now. You don't have to fight for it, just receive it. Come into agreement, Holy Ghost, right now. I take authority over tinnitus in Dawn's ears, and I speak clear passageway. Father, no ringing, no more. Cease. Cease right now in Jesus' name. We take authority over noise. Right now in Jesus' name. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Ange, be healed. Receive your healing today. I take authority over tinnitus. And I say, tinnitus, from this day you're finished in my sister's ears. Right now, Father. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Come on, church, come on. Don't let your faith level drop down. People are being healed. People are being healed. Father, we're so thankful for what you're doing here today. Come on, what about the amen? What about the amen we talked about? We're thankful, oh God, for what you're doing right now. You're healing lives right now. You're healing lives right now. You're touching ears. Touching ears. You're saving lives. Baptizing lives, you're transforming lives. People are never going to be the same again, Father. We thank you for all that you're doing. And the church said, all the living creatures said, Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a standing ovation. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, 
we, I just want to say welcome home to Grace. Grace, I can't see you from here. For those who don't know where she's been, Grace has been in Australia for two years, being discipled, and um, she'll, we'll ask her to share about that next week. Grace, uh, we'll ask you to share about that. And uh, a good friend is with her. What's your name, sweetheart? Sarah. Sarah comes from Southern Lights. That's a church in Australia where Grace has just been. Good friends of ours, Pastor Pete and Karen. Some of you may have seen them. And you're over here for three weeks. You picked a beautiful time to come, didn't you? <laughs> Weather is absolutely gorgeous. Just be careful when you go out that you get the sun factor on. And then Samantha. Oh, love is in the air. Every time I look around. But uh, no, it's great to have Sam here with us. And um, she's going to be here for two years. Is that right? Two-year visa. It's amazing. Australia's not one of those seven nations being banned around the world. We let them in. And uh, no, it's great. We're looking forward to hear what uh, Grace has to say. And no doubt we'll hear from Sam in the coming days. Uh, who else have I forgot? No, Valentine's Day this week. Forget it. It's, you should be in love every day. Don't give in to the commercialism. Don't give in to commercialism. Yeah? Be like me. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Food to flowers. No. Yeah. Yeah. Buy them on a Monday. It's cheaper. That's my word of wisdom. Put them in water. They'll preserve. Amen. So we've got uh, the cafe will be open next door. Please go on next door and uh, can buy some toast and paninis. But let's put these chairs away when we've finished. Been an awesome